Welcome to Nursing Sound Reports, a podcast offered by the Iowa Board of Nursing. I'm your host, Anne Ryan. Thank you for joining me. In a previous episode, we touched on the topic of social media use and privacy as it relates to the nursing profession. Today, I thought we could take a closer look and learn about some best practices to help nurses maintain patient privacy and avoid problematic uses of social media. With me today is Eric Holzapple, a health professions investigator with the Board of Nursing. He has been with the board for 12 years and is the chair of the social media committee. Welcome, Eric. Good morning, Ann. When we say social media, what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about all the apps on our mobile devices, computers, or anything that connects us with people where we can share stories, opinions, pictures, videos. And there's a large variety of those, correct? There are several different platforms out there. And then what do we what do we mean when we talk about privacy? Well, we're talking about the patient's right to protect their health information. And the board has rules out there uh, to which they say that unethical conduct or practice harmful or detrimental may include violating the patient's confidentiality or privacy rights. And then there's there's several federal laws as well that that governs that privacy and protection of patient information. Yes, there's uh, federal laws out there that uh, coincide with our rules as uh, providing care to patients and protecting those rights. And this rule that when you read it, it sounds like the board has some discretion on whether a nurse has violated that privacy or not. They do. They look at the circumstances of each individual case and determine to see if they violated any of the rules pertaining to that patient confidentiality. And why do we care about privacy? Well, first and foremost, it's the law. And secondary to that, violating patient privacy can adversely affect the quality of care and undermine the relationship between the nurse and the patient. The public trust needs to be present so that the best care for the patient can be applied. The American Nurse Association has a position statement uh, stating that the organization believes the protection of privacy and confidentiality is essential to maintaining that relationship between patients and uh, providers. I like the statement from the American Nurses Association. I think it's very clear uh, about what what it means and what their position is. And I also like that it it states that it's it's the individual's right to decide who um, who receives that information and under what circumstances. Were there problems with privacy before social media? There's always been problems with people violating that, whether they're uh, getting their hair done with their hairdresser or they're talking to their friends or they're in a social setting and uh, just talking about stuff that they probably shouldn't be talking about. Uh, Social media has just allowed a much larger platform for them to disseminate the information to a large amount of people in a very short amount of time. Do you find that people have different levels of comfort in what they post on social media? Yeah, there is. Um, Some people are comfortable with posting pictures, videos, live streams, while others are just comfortable posting, you know, words or comments about their day. What is live streaming? That's where they uh, use electronic devices to real-time upload what's going on in their day. It sounds like there could be some problems with that at some point. There is. Uh, from the patient aspect, uh, the patient might feel comfortable live streaming with what's going on in their treatment uh, without regards, intentionally or unintentionally, to the other people around them. 
Uh, there could be other patients there or other confidential information that is streamed and it, violating the, the privacy of another patient. And how does that relate to the nurse? Well, it's the nurse's responsibility to protect the privacy uh, for every patient, not just that one that's doing the live streaming. So are you saying that's pretty high risk to that, allow that? That can be, especially if a nurse is live streaming while they're at work, uh, because there's always stuff in the background, other coworkers, other patients uh, that might not consent to their information being released. Is that a reason why some facilities would, would have some policies surrounding social media use? Yeah, many policies um, at the facilities uh, are, don't allow nurses to have personal devices uh, to protect against situations like that. And if you have any questions, you can always contact your administrator or nurse manager. What should a nurse do if they see someone live streaming, whether it be a patient or a coworker? Well, it's the nurse's responsibility ultimately to make sure that the confidentiality is you know, maintained. Um, I would encourage anybody to contact a nurse manager um, and they can appropriately deal with that uh, per their policies and procedures that they have within the facility. Eric, can you tell me about some examples of problematic uses of social media that you've seen over the years? There's been several instances where nurses have posted pictures of patients that they're caring for. While the patient might consent to it, it could be against facility policy. Uh, most of the time, the facilities will have uh, the person that's being talked about or posted, sign a waiver releasing the liability of that. It sounds like nurses need to be careful and cautious about using their personal devices when they're at work. Yeah, I would say the best practice would be to use a facility uh, device instead of somebody's own personal electronic device. You know, when the nurse leaves at the end of the day, they take their phone with them and that allows access to anybody else who uses that phone. Can you give us another example of maybe situations where a nurse might um, feel the need to post during their day? This goes back to the different levels of comfort that some nurses have. Uh, sometimes they like to have pictures taken of them doing their work and inadvertently they could have uh, protected health information in the background, whether it's patient charts, names, medications, or anything that could tie that patient back to any treatment that they received or where they received it at. And that would be the violation of privacy, would be getting that information in that picture. Yes, even if it's inadvertent. I've seen nurses post narratives about their day um, that they want to share with friends and family. How, how could that be a problem or a violation of privacy? Even if they post a limited amount of information, all that it takes is one person being able to draw a conclusion, whether it's they know where they work, they know uh, a patient in a similar situation, but to draw that connection uh, to what they're specifically referring to. And at that point, there could be a potential for a violation. This could be especially problematic for small towns because it's very common that everybody knows everybody and the potential for them to draw the conclusion of where they're receiving treatment or who or for what is increased. Eric, have you seen any examples recently in the news where nurses have um, maybe run into trouble with some privacy or questionable posts? Yeah, I think there was a recent situation that occurred um, in North Carolina in which the nurse posted a TikTok making jokes about her job and uh, maybe patient abuse or, or poking fun at it. Even though there was no specific health uh, protected information that was disseminated, it also undermined the 
professionalism of the job and it offended you know, family or coworkers or other people who were able to tie where that nurse worked and it, it became offensive. And did that nurse end up getting in trouble? Yeah, she ended up getting terminated from her position and that also puts you in the position to where you could be sanctioned with your licensing board. Can you think of a problem of when a nurse might identify themselves as a nurse on social media? When a nurse indicates that they are a licensed nurse um, and they endorse products, post medical advice, or their opinions, whether it's their own or their resharing, uh, they're operating under that nurse licensure. And it could be problematic if they're sharing that because they could be operating out of the scope in which they're prepared for. Are there any other concerns aside from protecting confidential information? Yeah, there's also a concern for violating the standards of boundary relationships. There should always be a separation there. Uh, nurses should be careful on communicating with patients or the family members of patients that uh, tie back to their position. What are some factors that may play into a nurse falling short of expectations? The role of a nurse is to provide care for somebody. It can be hard to say no to patients or to feel like they're disappointing them. I would always advise you know, that they circle back and maybe check with management just to make sure they're following in with the procedures outlined by the facility. Eric, I've heard of nurses sending messages via text to communicate to patients or coworkers while on duty. Is this something you've seen? Yeah, I've seen several nurses run into this problem. The important thing is that nurses should only use company-approved devices to send messages or cor correspondence regarding a patient care. Why is that? Company-owned and approved devices generally have an additional layer of security installed on them to make them more secure. Especially if you take your phone home with you, then people in your home or residence that have access to that phone also have access to the information that was communicated, whether it be text, social media, pictures, or anything of that sort relating to your work. So it sounds like nurses shouldn't use their personal phones to text or communicate things such as you know, room number such and such needs a pain pill. They should just stay away from that and use only company-owned devices to send messages. How does someone learn about what is approved? Well, I would start off with your management. They're, they're your first line of uh, answers on that. Um, also, be familiar with your facility policies just to make sure you're in compliance with that. I'd like to also add that when communicating regarding a patient or their care, the best way to do that is in person, um, using an approved device. If that can't be available, I would recommend doing it over telephone and having a conversation as once the conversation is done, then that information is ceased at that time. Could you share some key points to remember when nurses are considering making a post? Yeah, I think it's a good idea to stop, reread the content before you post, and make sure you're not violating uh, the privacy rights of a patient or potentially undermining the professionalism. Nurses need to know that apps that they think are private may not be, and the content is stored somewhere else that you may not have control over. What about the apps that are designed for the content to go away in a short period of time? Yeah, the problem with that is everything is hosted on servers. That means there's always going to be a copy of it somewhere. So it sounds like nothing really goes away. That's true. Nothing really goes away. You have to operate under the premise that if you post it, it's going to be there forever. And I'm thinking of post to that, even if it looks like it's gone away for you, someone else may have already taken a picture or screenshot 
or reposted it somewhere else. Once you post, you lose control of that content. That's always a concern. Anybody can disseminate it. It just takes a very short amount of time to capture that. And uh, you could have potentially posted something that you'll regret later, or it could have violated the standards uh, pertaining to the confidentiality or privacy of a patient inadvertently. You might be able to control what you disseminate, but you can't control what other people do. Right. Eric, can you give nurses some important takeaway points from this episode that could help them avoid violations in the future? Yeah, I just like nurses to remember, not only do the patients place a lot of trust in their care providers, it's also the responsibility of the nurse to protect the protected health information for the patients. And I'm thinking back to a previous episode in which Kathleen Bebout talked about making a bright line between your professional and personal lives. And that if you make a post and you advertise that you are a nurse, you would, would be expected to conduct yourself professionally. Yeah, I'd also like to add to that, even off-duty, it matters what you post, and it can tie back to your practice as a nursing. I also encourage nurses to take the time and double-check that all content doesn't inadvertently divulge private information. If there's a question whether or not a post contains private information or might be considered unprofessional, I wouldn't post it. Eric, thank you for joining me today and providing your perspective on privacy, social media, and how it relates to nursing. Thank you, Anne. The pleasure is mine. Just remember that technology is an evolving platform that can have unintended consequences. Thank you for your time with us today. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Amazon, or reach us through our website at nursing.iowa.gov.